Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, our new player has joined. Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and echo the dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out... Why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today is part of our first three-part series. It's on red flags. What should you look for? Let's do this. Hey, hey, thank you for listening to Kind of Dating. Guys, follow us on socials. We're there uh, at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we've also started a new thing that uh, that week, whatever the episode is on, you can find supplemental articles about that topic um, on Facebook and Twitter, Uh, you know, just to give you a different point of view and to kind of understand what I bring to when I do some research, what kind of stuff I come across. So figure that'll help everybody out. I want to get into our first topic in our first three-part series that we're doing. Um, it's on red flags. All three are sort of sort of heavy, but I think uh, we have an amazing guest who's going to be able to walk us through all of it. Uh, red flags are really important in a relationship. Uh, it's important to track them down and find them and be aware of them. So let me intro our guest today. It's Dr. Eris Humer, who is internationally sought out relationship counselor, author, and speaker. She has broken down the psychology on love, sex, breakups, divorce, and other human behaviors, not just here, guys, but on HLN's Dr. Drew on Call, Nancy Grace, Extra, Kiss FM with Ryan Seacrest. Honestly, the list just like goes on. I had to stop. Um, But she's also a star of Bravo TV's L.A. Shrinks, and author of Breakup Emergency, a guide to transform your breakup into a breakthrough. She's also the CEO and founder of Divorce Doctor and Second Chances International, Inc. Girl, <laughs> geez, do you breathe? I n- no. Gosh. <laughs> One of the red flags, right? maybe people who work too much, right? But you're helping people. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's the justification. helping people. You know, it's like my passion in life is to figure out relationships, yeah. probably because I came from a string of really shitty ones. Right. And so I couldn't figure them out. My yeah. parents couldn't figure out their relationship, so I didn't have the perfect role yeah. model of what a good relationship 
was. And then as I got into my 20s and started dating and dating and dating, it was breakup after breakup after breakup. And I couldn't figure out, like, how to do this thing. So I decided to get a master's degree and a doctorate (laughs) degree in studying relationships. And that's what I did. And then my husband, now husband who I've been with, for 13 years. Wow. He co-wrote Breakup Emergency with me. Oh, and I didn't we know started that. this whole relationship company together. And that's, that's what we do. Awesome. I mean, it's great because, you know, I think sometimes people even think therapists like are you forget that you're also human and you've also had experiences and and that's what form why you do the things that you do. So I think it's amazing that, you know, you're open and you talk about the fact that when you were younger, you also well, even like, now, struggle. my husband yeah, yeah. and I have struggles. Of you course. know, my husband and I go to therapy because we want to keep our relationship yes. good. Yeah. You know, it's like That's if you have that right. weekly accountability yep. to talk through things, mm-hmm. even though we, you know, we're really solid, yeah, but we're yeah. really intense. Not only do we work together and we yeah. have a kid and all of this, but it's really important to yeah. keep it going, talk about things. Completely. You know? And like you said, like from a third person point of view and to have somebody accountable, I think that's very healthy. It's the best thing yeah. you can ever do. That's yeah. like the medicine to keep your, yeah. your, you know, your relationship alive. Yeah. And spending time together right. and working through it. So, yes, therapists have their own issues. Yeah. And I suggest if you ever go see one to if you have any questions, ask what they've been through and yeah. how they can help you so they can be more relatable. To me, that's really important because yeah. I want people to know that, yeah, I've worked through my stuff. Mm-hmm. The important thing is that I have. Yes. So I have the solutions of course. that have worked for me. Yes. And maybe my exact solution won't work for you, yeah. but we will find a solution yeah, to yeah, work yeah. for you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no, I think it's uh, it's actually really helpful. I know with mine, um, and this is unrelated to relationships, but uh, when I when I went through my accident, I um, I had a car accident and I had like a brain injury, and so I couldn't uh, explain to anybody the way I was feeling and nobody understood and then my therapist was like oh no I used to go through seizures and have uh, brain stuff and then I was like oh my god thank like, you and uh, like somebody like helped walk you through can it actually and she hear explained me. yes yeah. and she explained what she went through and and I was like oh okay so this is normal and it's okay you know it just it really humanized the whole thing versus I've talked to other people about it before and they're like oh that sucks no you know yeah. like I, me personally I'm much more into modernized yeah. ways of doing therapy mm-hmm. old school Freud like the therapist yeah. just sitting there you know and not being engaged, as engaged yeah. just doesn't uh, yeah I mean, not my thing <laughs> I agree yeah and that's why you're awesome and that's why we were excited to have you here um to talk about uh you know we we have a lot to talk about but this one is on red flags yeah. and so you know before you even start I want to like ask just a completely off question about red flags like is there ever a relationship that doesn't have it Okay, so this is my philosophy. Yeah. Everybody has issues. Yeah. And there are red flags. There's yeah. red flags that you need definitely need to be concerned mm-hmm. about and not hide your head in the sand, which we should talk about. Yes. But I... Okay, so red flags can also be signs. They can be like a person's shadow side, right? Mm. So everybody has a dark shadow side, everybody, right. me included. Like yeah. we all have things we need to work through. But you have to look at this person that you're with and say, okay, can I 
dance with this person's mm-hmm. shadow? Can I be with this person's shadow? Mm-hmm. Or is this person's shadow or red flag going to drag me down? Right. You know, or can I just see it and look at this person and say, oh, they're aware of it and they're working on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, then that's cool. I can hang with this. Yeah. But if I can't hang with their dark side, then I need to look at this sign. Mm, you know, that I need right. to, like, really make sure that they're acknowledging mm-hmm. where they're at. And if right. they're not, then we need right. to, like, self-evaluate. But yeah. the issue is that so many people are desperate to be in a relationship because it's hard to find someone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's hard to be in a relationship yeah. and find somebody you connect to. Yeah. And so that moment that you find somebody to connect to, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my God, I want to be with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and... They might have different things about them that aren't cool that you're going to just put your head in the sand because you don't want to be alone again. Right. And I I also ask a question because, you know, in sort of the modern dating world and for a lot of millennials, I feel like we use the word red flag a lot. You know, it's like, oh, he he said that in that tone of voice, red flag. And you're like, is is that that much of a red flag? Like maybe it was, you know, pretty harmless, but kind of we're on this like uh, hyper awareness also of of problems that aren't problems. That's why I wanted to talk about what I thought, you know, what you thought actually were like real red flags. Well, like I stuff look you like millennials and all included. I have in breakup emergency, a whole yeah. chapter and questionnaires on red flags right. because when, after we go through a breakup and we might not have been honest about the red flag, yeah. let's go back and yeah. evaluate like what yeah. are the red flags, yeah. right? Because people don't betray us. Mm-hmm. We betray ourselves. Ooh, that got deep. <laughs> You know, we, they are showing us the red flags. Yeah. We're ignoring them. Yes. Because yeah. we don't want to go through the discomfort of not, of admitting that this person might not be right for us because we right. don't want to be alone. I mean, that's I really what it it's is all like, about. You know, I, I have ignored yeah. red flags like so many yeah. times yeah. in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. forget about it. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just like, it's true. I mean, I, I have, you know. I admit my my last relationship, I was living with the guy. Um, but when it, when some problems came up and it, it I shouldn't have stayed and I stayed and to be honest with you, a big reason was like, I just didn't want to deal with the move out. Mm-hmm. I was like, we just moved in. And then a few months in, I was like, really? Like, I can't deal. And then eventually we had to deal with it anyways because it didn't work out. And yeah. And then I'm like, I could have just saved myself like three months of mental torture. Totally. You know? Totally. But if you didn't want to go through it then yeah. or you have hopes that they're going to change, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think that the big thing is if this person is aware mm-hmm. of their issues and they're working through it, then yeah. they can maybe can work through mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. But if they're not mm-hmm. and they're just manipulating you, making you feel bad about what you're seeing or they're not honest, they're not admitting to it, then you really got to look at those red flags, yeah. Yeah. those signs. <laughs> and red flags, are can they be, uh, can they be subjective or are would we consider red flags to be pretty objective kind of things? Yeah, I mean, you can look at anything from, okay, this person is rude to waiters. Right. You know, this person shows up late all the time. Mm-hmm. This person is very secretive. Mm-hmm. This person drinks a little bit too much mm-hmm. on my, you know, on our dates. Yeah. This person, you know, isn't kind to his parents. Mm-hmm. 
anything anything that makes you feel uncomfortable should be your barometer mm. of possibly a red flag. Yes. Something for you to look at. Yeah. And people have to kind of, uh, like you said, use your own barometer. Like what actually upsets you? It, it might not be the same thing that upsets somebody else. Like to somebody, somebody not being nice to their family doesn't really matter, but to example me that would matter a lot mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you have to use your own use your own barometer and look at the story look at yeah. why that might be mm -hmm. you know i mean you have everybody's different there's yeah. not one si one size fits all formula for anybody mm -hmm. there's not one solution for everybody but yeah trust your instincts yeah and then talk to your friends about it be honest i think that people a lot of times don't want to be honest about these things because they're embarrassed or yeah. they're afraid of other people being judgmental you know yeah. and get a therapist if you want to keep it secret. Yeah. I advise that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but look at it because if you feel like in the beginning that there's red flags and think think that there might be issues mm -hmm. and you want to ignore it and think that it might just go away, yeah. you're going to be in the shit a few months or a few yes. years down the road and it's going to end up putting you in a worse position. And right. trust me, I see it every day yeah and people just don't want to go through the discomfort of bringing up uncomfortable topics and yeah. these are usually uncomfortable topics to talk about right so um also, or the person which is a red flag will make you feel bad for bringing it up yes. because they haven't recognized it within themselves yeah especially around like addictive kind of behaviors yeah, yeah. or lying yes. or things like that yeah definitely been through that um how before we get into what some of these big red flags are, uh, I want to let people know: Is there a pattern? Have you noticed a pattern of how early people start dropping this behavior of red flags? Because I have my own theory, but I'd love to know. Well, what's your theory? I feel like, from and I've dated a fucking shit ton, mm -hmm. and I've also been in like really long relationships. And when I look back, I go. Honestly, I knew exactly what the problem was within the first week of dating them. Thank you. Good job. Is that true? Yeah. Is that seriously true? I think that... Shit. I, was, I, I that, just was like looking back and I was like, fuck. Well, well when remember, we think of the red flags, like the yeah. big red flags, mm -hmm. like for example, what? Like addictive behavior? Yes. Like... Even just like, okay, so I remember I uh, had this crazy ex and... He would do these like disappearing acts later into our relationship that like literally go, disappearing for like two weeks. Sometime. Red flag. Oh, completely. But I should have known it our first week because our first week of dating, he was with me like every day. And then one day said to me, and I'll never forget it. He was like, oh, he used to work at the gym. He's like, oh, I'm going to the gym. Uh, I'm going to be at work. And then I'm going to see my mom after. And I was like, okay, cool. I wouldn't have thought anything of it until the evening when I went to the gym and his boy goes to me. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to come today. He didn't come in. And I'm like, okay. But he didn't tell me anything. And so then when I spoke to him, it just became this whole giant cock and bull story of right. like where he was and i right. was like those are there's like i think there's layers in that one yeah right yeah. because i saw him all the time yeah. in the beginning that's kind of, of a red flag yeah, i yeah. mean i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna give that a blanket totally. statement because even with my husband he told me right away that he was gonna marry me yeah, you know yeah. so yeah. but you still have to be careful and i was really Absolutely. careful around that yeah. you know and 
you know, so that's one. Yes. Disappearing is another mm-hmm. one. But yeah, I think that you know them pretty early on mm-hmm. a lot of times, especially for the big ones. Mm-hmm. But we also have to know that the first few months of dating is la la land. Mm-hmm. It's the la la land stage of being yeah. in love, butterflies in your stomach. Oh my yeah. gosh, they're, we're so amazing. We're so in love. We might have yeah. our blinders on. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that we're not even really noticing them Completely. or we really don't want to notice them. Yeah. You know, but sometimes people are on mm-hmm. their best behavior. I say a relationship doesn't even get real until you cross the threshold from La La Land to reality land. Yeah. So once you're in yeah. reality land, then it's when things start getting more interesting and more difficult yeah. and you start seeing things and how people handle difficult situations mm-hmm. and what they're doing to handle their stuff or how they're handling yeah. their stuff. And whether real, it's, like thoughts and beliefs and values come out, all you know, a little that. later usually. Right. So when once you're in reality land, then you get to take a real look at this relationship. Yeah. And then if there are certain things that might feel uncomfortable to you that are red flags, mm-hmm. then I highly suggest bringing them up in yeah, a yeah. conversation. Completely. And when you bring it up in a conversation, it can be, if you don't want to be like attacking to the person, mm-hmm. you can tell them like, look, I really like you so much. I really like dating you. You know, we're I really enjoy how we are together, mm-hmm. you know, and in order for us to continue, you know, I feel like it's important for us to have conversations that might be uncomfortable yeah you know are you cool with that and yeah they're yeah. like yeah totally and then just be like look like I've noticed certain things that are a little bit concerning for me mm-hmm. is it cool if we talk it through yeah and if they're not defensive and they talk it through or they realize this about themselves and say I'm working on it then cool yeah then we're working on it yeah but if they become defensive or they make you feel bad mm-hmm. about yourself or they're manipulative or they're hiding things yeah. or they're lying then listen to your intuition because it's not going to get any better yeah yeah no it's true um yeah I tell people after going through it a lot myself of like don't make excuses in the beginning. Just don't. Just when you, you know, and it becomes, I've said it multiple times on the show, which is a Maya Angelou quote, when somebody shows you who they are. Believe them. The first time. Yes. Which is like, just trust that. They, and actually, a girlfriend of mine just went through this. She she went on a third date with a guy and he said to her, um, he said to her, oh, you know, all these girls act like, uh, talking about online dating, he was like, all these girls act like they're so free-spirited, but when I start dating them, they want relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you, so she obviously took giant red flag. He's like, she goes, I don't think he wants to be in a relationship. So I'm like, yeah, girl. Like, mm-hmm. he literally laid that out yeah, for you. Right. And, and then she wants to go, no, 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 she nah, actually nah, nah, was good, good about it. So then, but then he kept hitting her up and he started being in a panic mode. He's like, did I say anything off? And she goes, well, actually, you said this and it's just not in line with what I want now. Good for her. And then he said to her this whole giant thing of, no, you, uh, I didn't mean it in that way. I actually want a relationship. I actually want a relationship with you. And just like laid a whole, and I was like, girl, that's even more red flag. Like to me, that's like, he just did a full 180 on you and suddenly made it seem like you're not, you're overreacting by kind of clocking a very important fact he threw at you that he thinks girls are supposed to, or they act like they're free spirited and he they want they end up wanting a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't just double turn on that. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Mm-hmm. And so then what happened? And then so eventually when she said to him, OK, well, like, let's talk about it. 
he disappeared on her. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. He was just trying so to get... So he was trying to get laid. Yes. And was exactly. trying to throw out, like, no, I like you. Exactly. I want more exactly from you. That's exactly what I said. And He's then like, you're not like, that easy to get. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, yeah. I oh, I live by that quote. When a mm-hmm. person shows you who they are, believe them. Listen. Yeah. Especially for women, you know, like guys are pretty like honest mm-hmm. with their words a lot of times. Yeah. They'll pretty much so tell you mm-hmm. where they're at. Mm-hmm. It's the girls who don't listen to those words. I've said that on here yeah. several times too. Yeah. 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 And for guys too, it's like how the women act if they're crazy yeah. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like it's pretty much so obvious. Totally. <laughs> so, what are some of these glaring red flags that we should, um, be aware of well like the ones that i kind of mentioned you know like drinking too much or disappearing or lying or being rude to wait staff or being super late all the time or wanting to rush into a relationship rushing into a commitment rushing into it is yeah that's really yeah 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 you know yeah and you have to be really 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 careful with that not that love at first sight doesn't exist because i believe that it does Mm -hmm. But I think that you have to really trust your intuition with, like, who this person is. And you can always take things back because Mm -hmm. if it's meant to be, it will be. Even if you feel that connection instantly and you know this person's the one, like, take it kind of slow because what's the rush? That's exactly what I tell, like, people I've dated. Like, my ex, he and I, um, he was in a relationship for a long time and then... Literally just broke up with her and like two and a half, three weeks later asked me out. And and I said to him, you sure you don't want to just take some downtime? Like, why don't you just take some time to chill? But he was like so gung ho about me from the beginning that he would like make himself available at any drop of a hat. And I'd be like, "Okay, just chill out. And then I know I'm like, you don't hang out with your friends. Why don't you hang out with your friends? Like, you don't always have to hang out with me. Like. We can hang out with your friends. It's totally okay. But he was just, again, just so gung-ho. He rushed us into, like, moving together, moving in together, all these things. And then suddenly, like, months in is like, oh, I'm not ready for a serious relationship. I'm like, so motherfucker. Yeah, but see, that to me is just a really mentally unstable person. Yeah. Like, so... With, like, where was he at? Did he have a good job? Was yeah, he, yeah, he had a good job. But, hmm. but I mean, I, I started noticing when we lived together, and this will, and this also are things that we're going to talk about in the other parts of, you know, the addiction codependency episodes. So that's very addict behavior. Yes, so exactly. that's what you really need to yes. look at. Like, addicts are very much, they, they're yeah. full of red flags mm-hmm. because there's so much yeah. there. Um. It doesn't yeah. mean they can't work through it and become oh, no, great people, yeah. but there's a lot there. It's yeah. really loaded. And so that's all a red flag. Exactly. So any sort of yeah. sort of addictive behavior and the denial yeah. of mm-hmm. it, that that's just a flag that I suggest like completely. you know, completely. And I only f- I at. only fell for it because uh he had gotten the families involved where he had told his family he thought I was the one and got me to meet them and then my family he told them, you know, that he wanted 
he was like willing to get engaged to me just so we could live together. And I was like, no, I said no. I was like in front of my parents and he's sitting there talking to my dad. He's like, I mean, I'm, I, I would be willing to get engaged to your daughter if it you know makes you feel comfortable. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I literally screamed. That was the only time I commented yeah. the entire night. Yeah. I mean, he probably liked you a lot. He yes. probably did have those yeah. intense feelings. He was just not mentally yeah. stable. But it's that, that whole thing of like people who rush into things. I'm always like, what's the rush? If we're going to be together, aren't we going to fucking be together? I'm not yeah. dating anybody else. You're exactly. not dating anybody else. We're good. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you should work on yourself yes. anyway and love yourself yeah. before you ever get in a relationship. Take a step back. Don't be desperate because security in your own self yeah. is what's going to attract mm-hmm. the other person anyway. So yeah. if you feel good about yourself, the other person's going to be attracted to you and... You'll look at those red flags yeah. more. Like, take a breath. Like, you don't have to go fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen. Look at those red flags. There's yeah. no rush because if you rush into it and you ignore things that feel uncomfortable to you, you're probably not going to end up staying in the relationship. Yeah. So before yeah. you get deeper, and unfortunately, you know, people end up going on these journeys and ignoring the red flags and having kids and getting married and then they get in all sorts of financial entanglement Mm -hmm. and it's like a forever process yeah and it happens all the time yeah you know so just take your time there's no yeah again and and listen and be honest about any sort of uncomfortable things and realize that this person isn't the only person if you're feeling uncomfortable there's somebody else out there for you yeah because you're gonna most people just stay like i said with the red flags if they are just afraid of being Mm -hmm. alone yeah and and part of it is also the communication styles, right? Like if you can't communicate with each other and all you're doing is yelling and arguing and fighting or like you said, they're not listening to you. If you are saying, hey, this is uh, the way I'm feeling and, uh, you know, can we talk about it or whatever and they're not kind of reciprocating, then that's a big red flag. Because you're not going to be able to. Absolutely. I mean, com- you know, look, communication yeah. is one of the number one issues that brings people into yeah. couples therapy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we all have communication issues. We have to work on them. Yeah. It's the defensiveness that I feel yes. like is the red flag. That's You know, true. if you're yelling and screaming at each other all the time, well, you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. there's passion there and we can work with it. It's the when you're talking about red flags, it's the behaviors mm-hmm. behind that. So why are we screaming and yelling yeah. all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's not trust there, because you don't feel safe. Well, then there's like bigger issues there that we need to look yeah. at. According to Psychology Today, they said that some of their, they had multiple articles that mm-hmm. one of them I'll post this week on the um on our social is their top 10 red flags were lack of communication Irresponsible, immature, unpredictable behavior, lack of trust. So uh, either they don't trust you or you just don't trust their actions, mm-hmm. like they're not adding mm-hmm. up. Um, the family and friends don't like them. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting one. Is that like a red flag? Yeah. I mean, look at that. Yeah. I don't, I don't ignore know you that. really well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you protect your friends. Mm-hmm. They probably have insight. Yeah. Um, controlling behavior. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't want you to hang out with other people. They 
make you distance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling insecure very in the relationship. Scary, by the way, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, because it is. there's something that they're hiding. Yeah, you know, and you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like clients who I've worked with who've got major sexually transmitted diseases because wow. of controlling behaviors that the person hides, or wow. you know, like. Any kind of pill popping, you know, mm-hmm. that you can hide these mm-hmm. things for a long time, but they're very controlling, you know, so any mm-hmm. kind of controlling behavior like that, watch out. Can I ask you something? And this is a completely personal question mm-hmm. that I always I always wonder if this is sort of like weird, because when I date some people, I've noticed that like I'm very, very close to my family mm-hmm. and it weird some people out. Like as in a guy, like I almost feel like he gets threatened that he thinks they're going to talk me out of it. Oh, well, then he's insecure. Yeah. Look, family dynamics are a whole topic on its own. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many different levels of why people are super close to their family, which can sometimes be really unhealthy, too. If you're totally enmeshed with your family and you're not acknowledging your spouse, you know, I think the most important thing is for people to have a strong sense of self yeah. and when you're in a relationship you have to acknowledge that person and what their needs are of making course. sure they're yeah, met yeah. but when they're really insecure about it then that's another red yeah. flag right so yeah. but if you're super enmeshed with your family then that's a red flag yeah right if you can't speak for yourself and they really think your family's going to influence you yeah. in a negative way then that's a red flag yeah. and you're not an adult you know course, what i mean yeah. so but sometimes people don't get along with their families for good reason yeah, that's true. So too. it's not always a negative thing that people don't yeah. like their mom or dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might have been abused as a kid. Their parents might have been like horribly yeah. like not there for proper attachment. Yeah. You know, they might have totally different beliefs, mm-hmm. but it's how they treat the family. That's what right. you want to look at, too. Right. Yeah, of. that's Even, good, You yeah. know, so family dynamics are very rich. Yeah. So you just want to look at every situation. Yeah. There's also the non-resolution. Oh, you you said this one, the darker secret of past. Like, you know, when you find out that they're hiding something, it's just like. Well, so darker issues from your past and hiding it means you haven't really worked through mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unfortunately, the truth is a lot of people do have a dark past. Yeah, they might yeah. have had a really horrible childhood. You don't want to shun somebody because yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. But if somebody he's working on it and they're in therapy yeah. and they're looking at it and they might be embarrassed about yeah. certain things that mm-hmm. have happened in their past. That's okay. But if you see they're actively working on it, yeah, that's yeah. one thing. But a lot of times people have a really shady past or a really bad past and they don't acknowledge it. And it might be coming out in other be- behaviors mm-hmm. or mental health disorders such as anxiety or depression yeah. and they're not working through it and they might drink or yeah. act out in other addictive behaviors you know mm-hmm. sex gambling shopping like yeah. all sorts of things like that so if they haven't faced it and they're not facing it and they're very secretive and they're not growing mm-hmm. like do you really want to be with a person like that in yeah. the long run you can't fix them yeah you know, guess what? You can't fix anybody. <laughs> totally. You know? We can barely fix ourselves. Yeah, you just can focus on yourself, yeah. you know. And look, my philosophy is a relationship, all relationship is you're attracting somebody because they're a mirror reflection of you. Mm. It's a Deepak Chopra kind of way of yeah. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this means very simply yeah. that if this person has issues that you're looking at, 
it's might be something within yourself mm-hmm. that you haven't owned yet in yourself. Right. So use this relationship, even if it's not a great relationship, as an opportunity for growth. Yeah. So what is it about this person that makes me feel bad that mm-hmm. I haven't looked at? Well, maybe it's they have all sorts of red flags and I, I'm a fixer. I think I'm going right. to go in and fix them. Right. So that person's a perfect mirror reflection of you in that way. Yeah. Right. Or maybe they're triggering certain things in you that you haven't noticed within yourself yet that it's an opportunity for you to start mm-hmm. looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So in this mirror reflection, if a relationship's supposed to last, It's an opportunity for both people to continue to grow together. Does this person bring you up? Does this person lift you up and help you want to become a better person? Then that's a great relationship. Or does this person bring you down and make you feel like shit and make you question and make you feel insecure and make you feel nuts and make you you know, feel unsafe and all of these things, then that's probably not a positive relationship. So if the red flags are making you feel that way, Mm -hmm. then not good. If the person is triggering you in a way to look at yourself and grow, even though it's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. then it might be a good relationship if they're working on their stuff and you're working on your stuff. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome relationship. That's like a relationship that lasts for a really long time. In my opinion, if both people are willing to do that work on themselves, which, you know, a lot of people aren't. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, There's a couple others where the non-resolution of past relationships, also like just not getting over an ex or... Yeah, not getting over an ex, you know. When somebody's always like, all my exes were shitty. Yeah, and (laughs) what was your part in that? Exactly. The only constant was... Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and friends with exes, you really want to... Oh, yes. uh, That's... So, So, you know, I mean, look... You can be acquaintances with some exes, but you have to make sure that there aren't feelings there Mm -hmm. at all from one person. How much contact is there? Is it does it make your spouse feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. You know, the other person in the relationship feel uncomfortable. You have to look at all yeah. of these things. Yes. Yeah. Um, we did an episode here on uh, being friends with your exes and the guest was one of my exes. Uh, not this last one, like a much older mm-hmm. one. And even he and I talk about it. It's like we're not like friends, friends. We're he he said it very well. He's like, we're friendly. And I'm yeah. like, yes. And that's right. because we're both in the business. We're both, you know, pr- been producers. We work for the same network. So sometimes an opportunity comes or whatever, like he'll refer me, I'll refer him. Like, so there's no bad blood, but there's also, there's no, you know, we can't hang out all the time. We're not like no. trying to hit each other up. It's always just kind of like a cordial. Hey, how are you? Okay, cool. Like, this is going on. You good? Okay. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know? That's great. Um, so, but I, I liked when he put it. It's like you can be friendly, but friendly, absolutely. Not, don't have but to. But when friends. certain people are, you know, com- in constant communication, mm-hmm. then there's probably unresolved issues yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, but. You know, sometimes there's, you know, a need for communication. You know, sometimes people do get divorced. Yes, of course. Like my parents are absolutely friendly with each other, you know, and and they do have Mm -hmm. connection with connection with each other because of me and my sister, first and foremost. So when there's kids involved or whatever, and that's good that you can get to that point. But you're not, you know, hanging out every day. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. there are certain situations yeah. where people are, but just as long as everybody's comfortable with the yeah. friendships. Yeah. That's the most important. Right. And 
just quickly, can we can we talk about a couple subtle red flags? Like yeah. so, so they're glaring welds, like abuse. Yeah, he fucking he hits you. She, uh, you know, talks. She t- verbally abuses yeah. you. The yeah, whatever. All that stuff, pretty glaring. Yeah, guys, get out. Get out. Um, what are some of the most subtle ones that we can touch on real quick? Of like, are there things like um, uh, when uh, okay arrogance mm-hmm. kind of thing like uh or somebody's like sense of humor is like a little um sharp it's just like uh, not not in like a f- uh, funny way it's really just like maybe at the expense of somebody else or right. whatever so these sort of things again they're triggering you mm-hmm. like what you were saying earlier like they might not trigger me exactly but they yeah, might yeah. trigger you yes so if you're in the relationship with that person then you really have to look at it and that's right. the perfect opportunity to have a conversation mm-hmm. if it's a subtle thing and you trust this person and this person's safe to be around with then yeah. talk about it yeah you know nobody's perfect of course right yeah so you're not going to find this perfect you know like princess or prince charming yeah, yeah. that has no issues that's never going to happen <laughs> you know i mean there's but you i'm know. perfect guys no i'm kidding but those are just <laughs> those you know maybe they're red flags maybe they're subtle red flags or maybe they're just triggers within you that you have to look at yeah. you know maybe it's personality different differences yeah. in personality yeah. you know which is a common thing that people have to communicate yeah. and work through yeah and set boundaries with each other yeah. i mean that's perfectly healthy and perfectly normal to yeah. do um and and I think when it's especially the subtle ones, I think you kind of mentioned something. It's using earlier you said using your own barometer, and some of that is like your gut feelings, and you know when something just feels off for you, not to ignore it. Most important thing. Yeah. So what is it about me that it, that attracts this person into my life? Yeah. Because it is about you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. you're attracted to this person. Why am I attracted to this person? Yeah. What is it about me? What are, you know, what is it being triggered in yeah. me? You know? Mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing to do. So I think the main thing here is, like, don't ignore anything. Yeah. <laughs> Take an honest look at yourself in the mirror about this relationship. That's it. Yeah. The only person you're hurting is yourself. Like I said, you don't. People don't betray you. Right. You betray yourself. If you're lying to yourself that this person has a bunch of red flags, then you're only hurting yourself in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, but there's always opportunities for growth. Yes. Because do you ever look back and say, wow, I ignored those red flags? I mean, I know I did. I all always, the time. all the, I mean, my many, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like having flashes. I mean, in my book, Breakup Emergency, all the men, not all the men, but a bunch of the men I dated, we color coded them like Mr. Yeah, Brown, yeah. Mr. Black, <laughs> Mr. Green, Mr. Blue. Yeah. And they all had red flags. Yes. And I talk about how I yeah. ignored them. Yeah. You know, yeah, financial stuff too. That's yeah. financial irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Living with the parents, although I understand with millennials, there's like a lot of like reasons, yeah. you know, why you might have to. Yeah. But look at the person's character and who they are. Look at a person's character and how they treat other people. Look at a person's character and how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are too many people who play therapist and thinking they can fix someone just to make the relationship work. Yeah, and I don't suggest it. Yeah. Um, we're going to continue this conversation after this message, and we're going to talk about some specific scenarios. Uh, I'm going to, you know, we got some emails from people uh, giving some specific scenarios of are these red flags? And um, we're going to try to figure out why the fuck we're all ignoring these. 
Uh, so we're going to come back with, with Dr. Aris on Red Flags after this. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and a juicy tomato slice, all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey guys, we're back. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with my guest today, Dr. Aris Humor, um, and we are talking red flags. So we got some some interesting scenarios, and people didn't. It was it was funny. People didn't like submit me actual questions, but they submitted me scenarios. Right. Um. Just because like, people are this? so embarrassed. This is a big thing about yeah. red flags. They're like, I know I'm in a red flag. Yeah. But I don't want to admit that I'm in it. it so was really let me just strange. pretend that it's my friend. You know. No, but people do this. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. like, because I know when I have people like write me in letters, like I'm like, it's anonymous. Don't yeah, worry. You know, exactly. when and I post like didn't... my answer, like I won't say it's you, yeah. but they don't want to admit the red flags. Yes. I think that that is a sign yep. right there on how people are with red flags. Also, weirdly, I was getting, I, I actually, I got that too. I got some messages from people like really lengthy, but just blurting things out to me. And I was like. Uh, okay. <laughs> and they were like, don't use this on the show. And I was like, okay, but then why are you <laughs> telling me? Um, but, uh, you know, I tried to gather what, what some of these people were saying. And then some people just actually emailed me with um, scenarios. So here's one. They ask about astrological signs. Yeah, you know, not a red flag. Okay. That's what I think. Because, okay, here's the thing. My dad's an astrologer. He's actually an Indian Vedic astrologer. I actually don't ask people what their sign is, mm -mm. mostly because, hello, it's very Googleable mm -hmm. at this point. Like, mm -hmm. I could just Facebook you and be like, oh, your birthday is this. Okay, cool. You're this sign, and I can come to whatever deduction. Mm -hmm. Guys tend to ask me a lot. And then when I tell them Gemini, they're like, oh, Gemini. I'm like, uh-huh, right. Yeah. So clearly you're the one judging. Yeah. But um, funny, it was a guy who I asked that Geminis. question. Yay! <laughs> I love Geminis. I like Geminis, too. But, um, you know, like astrology is so much deeper than just the I sun know, sign. That's the I know. Mean, like, that's why so, I'm like, like this isn't a thing. But yeah. whatever. Um, okay, so not so much. Um this was a, an interesting one that but I can got. can I say something about that? Because I don't yeah. want to skip what I think the meaning was behind yes. it. So there are superficially character traits of certain sun yes. signs. Yeah. So it might rub you wrong to be with a person who might be... Yeah. You know, like I'm an Aquarius, mm -hmm. so I'm flighty. I'm like out of the box thinker. Yeah. You know, I'm just this way, mm -hmm. right? Maybe. I mean... Yeah, You know, some of it yeah, yeah. rings some truth. And so some people might not feel comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. You know, they might want somebody more earthy, yeah. you know. So I don't know, like, look at what is it about this person's characteristics that I feel might not work for me. Mm -hmm. So maybe take a look at that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, someone whose weight fluctuates wildly. Mm -hmm. Is that a red flag? Well, you know, so... That's a really deep question. Yeah. Because... And because I, I, I thought also the choice of words fluctuates wildly. Listen. Yeah. So, so it wasn't just like a little bit, because then that's like maybe you being nitpicky, but... Right. 
But so, you know, there might be some reasons there. I'm having anxiety. I'm having depression. I'm having unresolved. um, or whatever, yeah. Right. So, right. It could be medical medical issues, but I could have, you know, be eating food Mm -hmm. because I'm... That's my addictive sort of behavior Behavior. because I can't face what's going on in my life. So I'm a yo-yo. Right. So, I mean, yeah, if the person's not working on themselves and not honest about their issues, that could be a red flag. It's not just about the weight fluctuating. It's the deeper unresolved things that might be there. Um, You kind of talked about this lack of boundaries with the opposite sex or being friends with exes. Yes. So. I kind of have a philosophy on friends with the opposite sex. I don't think... Well, okay. So that's, of course, in heterosexual relationships. Um, So guys and girls after college aren't really having close, intimate relationships Mm -hmm. that are healthy. We're friendly, but we're not super close, right? So, And it brings up... It triggers people in a relationship. If you're with a guy who has long conversations with other girlfriends and he's not doing that with you, yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, I do, though. Like, I, uh, one of my best friends is a guy, but, I mean, now he's in New York. Uh, I used to live in New York. We've never had any, any kind of relationship in that way it was because you know his cousin is one of my best friends growing up and when I moved to New York I didn't have anybody and so she introduced me to her family so he's like family to me and he's very much like a brother but I tell people when we first met now this is like nine years ago he did like me. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. I mean, he might still. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if you're listening. No, it's have fine. Have a little, you yeah. know, he might ha- yeah. be attracted to you totally. and might not be yeah. totally honest about that. And But I'm also very aware that, like, example, when I was living with my ex and, you know, we didn't have any friends of the opposite sex stay with us. It was just kind of like they understood. Like, you could be my best friend, but it's probably just not gonna fly you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it's cool I could you, you can get a hotel and it's not a big deal but when I was single I'd be like yeah cool like you can crash in my couch and it was fine totally I mean but, like my husband has women friends yeah, yeah you know even one of his really close friends who's now one of my really close friends yeah. it was an ex of his yeah. you know it's not you know it, there's varying degrees yeah, of this it's still a... it, the most important barometer for this mm-hmm. is how you feel yeah. with the dynamic. Yeah. Right? Totally, Period. Yeah. So if you feel uncomfortable with it, it needs to be a topic of conversation. Right. It needs to be brought up. Mm-hmm. And if they don't acknowledge that and make you feel safe mm-hmm. about it, then that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody who takes lots of solo trips to exotic places, mm-hmm. are they partaking in something to be worried about? So... Every relationship's different, and mm-hmm. everybody creates their. I what I do with all the couples that work with me, I do what I call a relationship contract. Oh yes. So yeah. I, I spell relationship R E A L, relationship. So I put yeah. the real back into relationship. Yeah. And one of the greatest top biggest topics number one is time. Mm. So time is a lot of times an issue, right? So time we spend alone time we spend together as a couple and time we spend together as a couple with other people. Mm. So you as a couple have to talk about if this is okay with you or if it's not okay with you Mm -hmm. and work it out, right? Mm -hmm. So if your person is 
taking long exotic trips without you and you're uncomfortable with it, then it's an issue. Yeah. You know, if you, but if you guys agree that, yeah, we like to travel separately and then we like to travel together, then it's okay. Yeah. But if you feel uncomfortable, then absolutely it's yeah. a red flag. It's a- um, this is an interesting one in, in this kind of uh, gen. Uh, someone over 30 who's never had a long-term relationship. I mean, it's not always an it. You know, I, again, I have to look at that particular situation, you know. I yeah. mean, over 40, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> over 30, I don't really know, you know, because some people just have a hard time, like, finding somebody to date. I yeah. had actually really interesting yesterday. One of my um, very old clients, she called me up, and she hadn't ever been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she came to me, like, totally panicked until she was 30. She could not, you know find love and she came to me for help in that you know and like building low self working on our low self-esteem and how to communicate and how to be in relationships like one of my favorite things ever to help people do um and she has been in a relationship now for the past um two years going on three years and she was 30 and never even been in a relationship some people have never had sex you know and it's not because they're loaded you know they Mm -hmm. just have to you know they might be wonderful partners who knows why they might not be in a relationship but you know if this person has gone from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship and they're short-term relationships and they're non-committal kind of personality type then you have to look at that and be like okay that Mm -hmm. can definitely be a red flag i mean the non-committal people you yeah. know, the people who have commitment issues. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. much the red flag, especially if you want to be in a relationship and you're looking for that long term commitment and this person isn't committable, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone who tells you I'm divorced and have rage on a first date. I'm divorced and I have rage. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm divorced. I mean, what you know. That's another loaded thing. I mean, some people are, you know, had to get divorced and, you know, for various reasons. So I don't think divorce is a red flag. I think sometimes it's actually a good thing because sometimes people who are married want to be married. Yeah. They they got out for positive reasons. Mm -hmm. And then other people, you know, should have worked on their marriage and didn't. And that's the majority of the people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because everybody has issues and people have to work on it. So. Are they willing to look at themselves and in the part of mm-hmm. why the relationship didn't work out? You yeah, know, yeah. so somebody who has been divorced, not necessarily a red flag. Let's just see how honest yeah. of a person they are, why they got divorced. So that's the one thing. But it's a sign that I want to look deeper into. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I have rage. Well, what do you think? Is that a red flag? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was like a, that's a, that's sort of my joke question that I ask on here, not because it's a joke, because it actually happened to me on a first date, and I was stupid. I ended up dating the guy on and off for like a year. Because you could um, fix him, right? No, because I actually said to myself, I was like, oh my god, he's so honest. Yeah, I was like, it can't be that bad if right. he's really that honest about it. Um, I was wrong. Uh, okay, this is one that's for the millennials out there. My, my chicas for the guys who are all up on girls instagrams and why do you guys have to do that you know yeah and here's the thing because you okay you know instagram right yeah you can look at um not just uh who they're following but you can see who they liked mm-hmm. like what pictures they liked mm-hmm. and there are guys 
who literally like and i i have my my ex's friends uh been in like five-year relationships just liking back-to-back like i'm talking like those really weird asian uh, twerking weird videos and just like all over these weird okay so we're gonna kind of get into that in the other episode because i mean like honestly like people need to grow up at some point when you're in a relationship i mean you i would hope that yeah. you would want to choose somebody that's a little bit more stable. Of course, yeah. You know, I mean, you're not on Instagram, like, yeah. doing inappropriate things. No. To me, that's inappropriate. You know, yeah. it's just inappropriate. That's what I, I think, yeah. too. So, I, I mean, I would definitely look at that as a red flag and look at why that person's and, doing that. And, again, like, have um, this person I was talking about, the one who was, like, divorce and rage, his nickname is Bruce Lee on the show because he was, like, a martial arts guy. Mm-hmm. He, um, on his Facebook page, it would always be, like, adding a bunch of like actress and models mm-hmm. all the time and I'd be like I don't understand why are you have all of these actress models on your Facebook and he'd be like oh well it's just this SEO thing mm-hmm. and we just add like my SEO guy adds people that are good for the business mm-hmm. why the fuck are any of these people they're not your clients for martial arts they're not the so ones this who is, are this is where the manipulation and the lying comes yeah. into play for a red flag you right. knew that of right so so that you know, that's really the thing here yeah. is that they're not being he's not being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. where you can fix that is take care of yourself and yeah. say, you know what, like you can do what you want, but I'm just not comfortable with that. Yeah. And then he can make his decision on how he's gonna handle that. Right. Um, this is uh, also one for the current times. Um asks for pictures or sexts. Guys and girls. Girls do, too. Meaning? Send me a picture of your dick. Right. Guys will be like, send me some, you know, send me me something sexy tonight. Right. But if you're in a relationship, I think that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, if that's how you want to go down with it, you know? Like, people do that. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I think we'll get into this in that topic, too, because if that's what works for you guys yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it now if it makes you feel uncomfortable or they're doing it on twitter but what about you know, when you're I mean, dating on twitter like on, nowadays, on tinder yeah, that's you know what I mean. and nowadays, that sort of when, thing when it's people like, are when they're on these apps yeah. like right away no, a guy is don't. like hey send me this and i tell my girlfriends no, right away don't. i'm like he's out for this and then she'll tell me no he's not and then immediately he asks her for a sex i'm like yeah that's right so you so you know what you're getting right off like so if you're gonna i mean that red flag's like blatantly right in your face and i will tell you that i have guys coming into my office saying women are just so you know like send shit to me on instagram like all i have to do is ask they come over to my house they show up naked on the first date they're so desperate yeah and and I'll do it and I want it and I ask for it and I get it and they're yep. laughing at you by the way I... and they don't take you seriously by the way <laughs> so like if you want to engage in it that's on you because that's all they want I um, am a hardcore I don't care even if and this is just a personal thing this is, everybody's different so mm-hmm. I don't judge any of my friends who are in relationships and do this whatever I'm not a sexter 
like I'm even if I if I were to text you a wordy thing that's something different I will never send a picture ever mm-hmm. and I actually personally get very angry when somebody even expect or asks me for it because I'm like I've said it to you once so one guy I broke up with him because he asked me three times and I was like you don't respect me for the fact that I mm-hmm. said I don't then he was like well what is this like I'll send you one if you send me one I said no I'm not going to send you one, but you could send me one if you want. And I I literally said it. I'm like, I will just laugh at you and show it to all my friends. That's about it. Right. And that's where it'll end. But your response to him is like perfectly how you took care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, You know, and so that's really like, don't be doing that just because you think that he wants it. And that's the only way he's going to want to be in a relationship with you. Right. And I used to be a publicist Mm -hmm. and I tell everybody I know, I'm like, whatever you put out in that digital age exists forever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna lie i have gotten i've gotten dick pics from guys Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry they're still stored somewhere if i ever feel like being like ha 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 look at this picture and i'm like if i'm like that then i know that guys are like that so and that's what they're doing they're saving it they're showing it to all their friends they don't give a flying fuck and girls are like well my face isn't in it i'm like yeah but it says your fucking name yeah like everybody knows where it came from yeah so it's silly yeah i mean value yourself yeah i think that's first and foremost in the age of technology right now is mm-hmm. just value yourself mm-hmm. because it's going to follow you forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with these pictures and what you text back. I mean, people can hold it against you. And you and, are. Yeah, it's true. And this is one for the guys because um, a lot of girls, Instagram and all these things like people who take a lot of pictures of themselves. Again, you know, it just depends on the situation, yeah. but. Is it because they're insecure? Yeah. Is it because of their brand, of or their, their job brand, or, or their like, job? A lot of actresses. Is it, yeah. A lot of yeah. yeah. I don't see that as a red flag for the guys. I mean, unless that particular situation, yeah. you know, um, unless calls she, for unless it. she or he shows other maybe narcissistic kind of behavior, like yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Then, yeah, I mean, right. it's not just then like you do one wanna, thing. Yeah. Exactly. Usually narcissists yeah. have like several. And they're really insecure about themselves yeah. and they're doing this for validation mm-hmm. on how many likes they're getting. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah. But are, how attentive are they to you? How much mm-hmm. do they want to be in a relationship yeah. with you? You know, don't be chasing the unattainable mm-hmm. because they're not going to ever be attainable. They will yeah. always treat you this way. So that would be red flags for guys or women who have are very, you know, materialistically demanding. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Red flag, I think. Um, so you had mentioned this before of like why do we ignore red flags and uh goodtherapy.org another article guys I'll post um this week uh said Often we don't want to know the truth. We would have to change something, our lives, the place we live, our finances, perhaps even ourselves, if we found out the truth. And also another reason is sometimes we doubt ourselves. We think people can change and we keep hope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the stuff you had mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, how can we get ourselves out of these kinds of situations? Is it especially I think it's easier in the early parts of dating because you have a, l- a little more power. What if you've started dating somebody and like, you know, eight months in, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, that would be like a really long time in to say, oh, fuck, which I'm sure does happen. But I'm sure there were other signs along the way that you ignored. So I think I think that how you don't end up getting in that 
situation is just by being honest in the beginning. And even if it does provoke anxiety in you that you're afraid to be alone, there's going to be nobody else out there, you know, that I have to settle for this is what is going to end up, you know, working to just don't ignore the the signs, any of the signs, be honest about the signs in the beginning of the relationship. You're like I said, in this article saying you're not going to fix anybody. Yeah. You're just not. Yeah. If you are dating somebody who clearly has issues, but they work on themselves and they're very positive and honest and open about it and it's not very dramatic, then I don't think you really have to maybe worry about it as much, maybe. Yeah. But. Um, I hope this was really helpful, guys, to everybody listening (laughs) out there. This was uh, the first part in our three-part series with Eris. We're so excited to, to have her and her awesome brain and perspective on this um thank you for breaking down some of these red flags are you ready for your five questions oh absolutely okay this is our version of uh, our dating version of the bernard pivot questionnaire made famous on inside the actor studio um so eris here are your five questions okay and this is however you perceive them to Mm -hmm. be okay um what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner That's a good question. (laughs) Um, For me, it's very much so an energetic sort of Mm -hmm. attraction, you know, so and I think that that can be a red flag speaking of what we're talking about right so it's like if I am really energetically connected to this person there might be like a lot of things I need to look at but that is yeah the first thing yeah, yeah the first thing that attracts me to someone is that chemistry yeah what is your one deal breaker Addictive behaviors, mm-hmm. non-acknowledged addictive yes. behavior. Sometimes even acknowledged. <laughs> what Sometimes turns you on? even acknowledged ones. <laughs> what turns you on? Um, somebody. Okay, so I'm into the love languages, right? Mm. So I and oh my god, something that turns me on is somebody who's who works on themselves. Intelligence. I love mm. a smart person. Yeah. that can keep me on my toes. Um, what is one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? So, um, one of my strengths, because I've been married for so long, <laughs> I've been in a relationship yeah, so for how, so how do you, long. How, like, what's that strength? Because something keeps you guys together. Right. So, um, the strength in our relationship and with us is that we're constantly connected with each mm-hmm. other. We're but what's const- your right, that I'm wanting yeah. that. Yes, you know, yeah. I want to grow yeah. with you. Yeah. And, you know, look at that with mm-hmm. you. And then my weakness is my I honestly right now I think my weakness is my knee-jerk reaction to things Mm. right so if my husband challenges me on something that might be negative about me I can be very reactive yes right yeah yeah and so the strength in me now because it's been so long that we're together and especially since I've been doing this for so long, is that I can look at that, right? But the reaction to it and shutting down and just wanting to, like, not look at it, that could be my weakness, but I can't do that, which (laughs) is my strength in it, right? So I have to balance out my strengths and strength. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Balancing out the strength and weaknesses? Usually what I I hear in some way here. Mm -hmm. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Got your back. That's like mine. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Eris. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, my husband has my back. Yeah. You know, I have no, like, insecure feelings around yeah. it. Like, not even, like, a percentage of it. Yeah. That's the most important yeah. thing, I think. Um, thank you so much for being on today to talk thank about you Red so Flags. Much for it's me. not over, but but <laughs> for this episode, how can people find you on socials? Okay, so on Instagram, Dr. Eris, I think it's D-R-E-R-I-S, mm-hmm. and on Facebook, Dr. Eris, and Twitter, and also Divorce Doctor spelled out. Got it. Um, guys, follow us on socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kinda Dating. Um, again, this three-part series is not over. We're going to be back with uh, two more on uh, addiction and codependency. And, you know, porn, happy ending massages, all that fun stuff. Um, Kinda Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us at 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. Thank you for downloading this episode. Please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows. Also, we love hearing your dating stories and thoughts, so please email them to kindadating at gmail.com. And finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and juicy tomato slice, all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and juicy tomato slice, all between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time.